Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 50-50 chance to play, guys. It'll be a game-time decision. No, I'll do it live, Arnold. Wipe that smirk off your face. I'll slap it. Out of you. Hey, is it time to crown their ass? I'll do it live, Arnold, you little son of a. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Eddie. I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. Don't know the who's who's, don't know the what's what. Why so sad? I'll tell you in a minute. Oh. Altering the intros. Love it. Throws off the timing and the chemistry. Why not? What's up, y'all? It is Sis and Raymundo from the north. I'm an alpha male. I reside on the west side of Nashville. There's some bars over there. There's some (laughs) restaurants. There's also an annex, and it's been closed for two weeks. That is the road that connects me to H-E-B, excuse me, Still? Publix and Costco and Taco Bell and Chick-fil-A. Because of that road being closed, guys, it's caused me to have to drive 10 minutes out of my way for over a month. Coach, the snow's been gone for like 10 days. Yeah, no, what's going on, man? Construction or something like that. Not oh. to get pointless, but man, does that throw your life out of whack. Yeah. And it keeps saying, Annex, supposed to be opening soon. Maybe the snow threw it off as well, but, man, that's one hell of a shortcut I discovered with my wife. Love of my life. My wife. uh, One in the same. And, man, guys, over to you. Sorry for more pointless talk. Uh, Hang up and listen. Me? Are we starting? I mean, I I don't know. Real quick, I'll just tell you, I lost all my money on that gambling app. On the (laughs) casino one. I had up to $2 million playing craps, dude, and then now... Last night, all of it gone. I, I got a phone number for you. Wait, wait. It's not real money. It's not real money. No, but that just means that I'm not going to do well in Vegas. That's that's all that means. I tried everything. Roulette. I tried craps. I tried slots. Everything. Because this game has all of it. So you are depressed, and you came in here in a sour mood like you were, I'm Eddie, because you lost fake money on some dumbass app. You don't even want to hear this. 
You don't even want to hear this part. Do you want to know how I lost the money? Like the very end, I had about $20,000 left. And do you know how I lost it? I was drunk. 20 fake thousand dollars, right? Make sure you're emphasizing the fake money. It's not real money. How many hours did you spend on this fake app? I've I've been playing for three days straight. Oh, my God. Three days straight. Guys. For no money, you've lost your mind. No, listen. And I'm on the Facebook page, and I see a post that says, the red bet is up to twenty five, whatever. What's like over twenty five hundred dollars. Over twenty five hundred dollars. So what do I do? I'm like, this is why I got this app, so I can test out gambling things, theories, uh, theories. I bet twenty five hundred dollars on red, lost it five times in a row. What does that tell you, boys? I don't know. I'm about to back up on this red bit. But there's no connection with an online or an app. Or an in casino, or how a Vegas, is there not? The only, or an Indiana. Thank you, Ray. Or an Ozark. How is there not though? Your attitude is what determines where that ball is going to land. And your negative attitude right now, you need to leave that negative juju right here I had in this studio. Because when we get on a plane in two days to head to Viva Las oh, Vegas, let's not give the exact timestamp of when we're departing. Uh, Friday. What you know about? I don't need that negative energy. Deep. You leave that negative energy. It's all positive. All the time. Okay. I'm just telling when you. When we get to Vegas. I'm, remember when Ray was gambling preseason football? Yeah. No, I was doing Sims one it's step Sims. worse. That's even worse. And that, <laughs> that's like this. I'm doing Sims of what we're about to do this weekend. And I'm losing everything. But I don't like it. The difference is I was doing real money, Coach. There's a way to recover from fake money because it's all fake. <laughs> yeah, why it's called get a life. Why don't you just make yourself a cupcake, blow it out, and okay. say it's your birthday? Because hey. it's all fake, Coach. Maybe None of it yeah, even matters. Why don't you matters. put on those virtual reality goggles and live in a fantasy land? Maybe you guys are right. Hey, careful with that VR. I heard uh, on the big show that you can be used for uh, some Nike time. And I'll hang up and listen. And I'll hang up. And I, listen. I still can't believe you've spent more than five minutes on a fake. But I guess if you're I've trying been to, doing it all week here, if you've been trying to learn how to play craps, I guess it's a yes. good tool. If Thank maybe you. some of these people that are coming this weekend to the sore losers convention in Vegas, uh, if they don't gamble and they don't mm-hmm. understand gambling, you can download one of these apps and maybe kind of understand how it works and they can give you strategies. Is there a poker tournament going on while we're there? Because there's a poker tournament all the time. Because I've, I've learned some poker tournament trips too. Before Here's I thing. lost my three million. Vegas isn't the time to learn. If, if right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're driving a truck, maybe, maybe you're teaching a class, maybe you're unemployed, maybe you're homeless. Or, okay, coach. There's a lot of people in the world. Let's cut that list down. Okay, but to my truckers out there, maybe pull, you're a CEO. Pull okay. over. Get into uh, one of those. Uh, Pilot. What is they called? Yeah, truck stops. Thank you. You're you welcome. guys have got to research. Learn how to gamble before you get to Vegas because that's when you get cleaned out. Coach, there's no research on the slots. Three cherries, you win. Get out. Okay? <laughs> Car seven, slot eight is available. Slot eight is available. Shower is available for Tim. <laughs> they do do that. Tim, their shower is now available. Just go to stall eight. You know what's sad? John lost the soap. Uh, can we get a soap dispenser uh, brought to the back bathroom? Thank you. Let me tell you what's sad. When you go to those truck stops, they got the slot machines by the showers, right? They got the showers in there. Truckers are in there using the showers. But then on the way out, they have these gifts for kids. And you know these truckers are like, oh, crap, I forgot it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way home. I've been Uh, on the road. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that teddy bear looks nice. I I forgot it's Isaac's birthday, man. (laughs) I got to get him something. This was recorded on January 12th. No idea why Eddie went with the Christmas record. I'm just saying, Coach. Because Christmas is top of mind. It just passed. You know that a lot of these truckers are like, oh, crap, I forgot it was my son's birthday. Happy Labor Day. And I'm literally on my way home. Oh, it's sort of like the people at the airport gift shop. You see people furiously 
scrambling in the oh my gosh what am i going to get my kid what am Furiously? i going to get my like really mad angry uh, panic feverishly there you go man I, whatever <laughs> but it's like oh i should have got my kid something from this city yeah. you know what i'll just get him something from the airport gift shop they might but like this whiskey from nashville i have never understood the point of a gift from, from the airport no 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 oh. a Oh, I went on vacation. Let me get you a gift. I used to do that. I, I don't. I never understood it. But but here's the thing. Do you remember being a kid and your and your parents doing this? No, my parents never went anywhere. Okay, no, Ray? the neighbor did. She went to Cancun. She came back and brought us a magnet from the trip. And have right. you ever forgot that? No, I remembered it for no, the rest Ray, of Ray, your Ray. life. You will remember Eddie, it. I'm talking about. I, I get it for the kids because the kids. That's why think you it's do cool. it. No, no. I'm talking about people that buy like. Hey, I'm gonna go in this. I'm gonna buy my brother and sister a present. Who does that? Like they go and they oh I gotta get a souvenir for Betsy I gotta get a, su- a souvenir for Sue. Um, no one does that. Betsy, coach, you just have friends that are in the nursing home. T- Taylor, <laughs> old names, coach. M- Mildred, got it. Got to get something for Mo, <laughs> Barbara. And I never understood when someone comes back like, hey man, I was in Dick. I was in California. <laughs> I went to Disneyland. And I got you this souvenir. It's like, well, I didn't go to Disneyland. So what does this mean to me? Isn't- I would bring girls back when I was in middle school, and we brought girls a- back to your house when we were family trip. You know, and there was like Samantha. I had a crush on her. So you buy the license. I'd get a little license plate. It said Samantha from like California. Totally get that. You're flirting. You're yeah. using it as an object of affection to say, "Hey, I want to get in your pants." But there that- you go. I got you some sand from the airport. I mean the beach. I bought it. <laughs> they were near construction, and, and they had these just nice little bottles sitting on the beach that I put it in. <laughs> I did. I would tell her too. Like, ah, it, I mean, it was just a thing I saw. No big deal. I just thought of you when I was out. I there. mean, in, in reality, you went to three different gift shops because <laughs> Samantha was <laughs> sold out at the other two. So you had to go the one down the the, the little strip. My parents, they brought when they go to Vegas, uh, they brought me a little toy slot machine. I mean, and and I, and I loved it. They, I remember they went to um, Acapulco. Acapulco, and they brought me back a bottle opener. I'm like, oh, they're gonna say they bought you found, found a weed. No. Acapulco in that Mexico. Acapulco <laughs> in, in that Mexico? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and they brought me back a bottle opener. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm nine years old. Don't know why I need a bottle thanks, opener. Thanks, Dad. But- I'll open my NW root beer. <laughs> but, like, I'll never forget those things. Maybe that's the reason people do it. Um, guys, why did we move so quickly from the truck stop? Because that is a phenomenal topic. One time I passed a truck stop, and I think it might be the creme de la creme of truck stops. I go into the go to the bathroom. I'm going through Georgia, and they had an actual theater room where truckers could watch on almost a movie theater style screen NFL games. They had recliners, they had NFL booming, they had speaker systems. There was no chicks, there was no wings, but they could watch the NFL. No lizards. You know what? Kind of made me want to be a trucker. I've seen some really nice ones. Like you go and you're like, wow, when they're brand new. But then on the way back, like from Texas this year, I stopped at one in Louisiana, and it was like sad. Oh my gosh, I felt I felt terrible. I'm like, this is the truck stop that they have to like. It's well, not like they, are they depressed, coach? Or are they dragging ass? I mean, no, is no, it no, not no. like it's a, dirty? What? It's gross. The I mean, one toilet works, the sinks don't work, and, and I'm like, this is where. You, you okay? Hello, I got a pop out of the fridge. You're there was right. motor yeah. oil on I, it. I, I, I feel bad for the truckers because if, they, if they're if they on that route and that's, you know, where their stopping that's point is, got. it's like, damn, I got no choice but to go to this crap hole. Dude, some of the truckers near my West Nashville, they don't give a crap about a truck stop. They pull off the side of the road. 
I no. pass them every morning. Yeah, I see them on the side of the road, and that I, is I'm like, scary. guys, there's no better option than you 10 feet away from me driving 80 miles an hour. What's the problem, though? They're pulling over just to, what it to is. nap sleep. for a couple of hours. It's not like it's a Jake break area. It's, it's a gravel area that they can just pull into, and sometimes cops pull in, sometimes they don't. But it just allows them to stop before the city. Some of them don't, I guess, like going to truck stops. And it's uh, – Farther away from the expressway than they're going to get any other spot. On What's a jack, jack ramp? What would you call it? Jake break. What is that? I think it's an extra break in case one of the other ones go out. And then sometimes they do the jake break area on the side of the road. It's made of gravel. If your truck goes lo- loses its brakes, you can pull over so you don't cause accidents and kill yeah, the people. Yeah, it's a ramp. It's that's like the a, ramp that goes up? Yeah, it's a ramp that's a, I've for seen truckers. those. Yeah. Can, can we do that for fun? Coach, I've almost needed to use it in the trailblazer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought about that. When we drove to Nuga. For the high school football game, I was like, and you got there at halftime. Look at yes, look at all those ramps. Let's try one real quick. I had the kids in the back. Let's just let it rip. Let's act like I don't have brakes and see how far we go up the ramp. But I was like, nah, it's pretty risky. Because then you got to reverse down. <laughs> yeah, you got to come back. So, so we didn't do it. Yeah, but Greg, you're right. The truck stop is a very interesting place. It's it's they but, have food. They there's have not sh- a lot of women truckers though. It's a, it's sure there are. Yeah, I'd say it's dude heavy. I don't know, man. The more and more I see more it's, women driving trucks. Uh, We got pickup trucks. No, 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 18 wheelers. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Because I pulled up behind a pickup truck the other day. And it was, uh, it had a sticker on the uh, back. Stop it. I, I, I must have been driving behind the, behind the same truck. How's it going, man? Like your sticker. Trucks are for chicks? Nope. It, said, it had two different stickers. And it said, 
Yes, I'm a female. Next one. And yes, this is my truck. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> like I, I like I I was like, is there something where women aren't supposed to have trucks? I've never heard of that, but yes. it was just a weird I'm a dad and this is my minivan. Right. It, it was just a weird thing to put on your truck. Like, yes, I'm a woman, and yes, this is my truck I drive. So did a, you talk to her? No, I was just like, well, that's weird. Okay. I mean Man, the bumper sticker can really like speak for someone, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it doesn't matter. Why what, do you think I got less stress, more life? Yeah, but see, yours, you're yours, lying. yours is a fraud. You like to spread lies. People are behind you, coach, in traffic, thinking that you are some this kind of person. Chill, but dude. in reality, you're the opposite. <laughs> coach, it's a bumper sticker. It's not like it's my freaking birthright. But I mean, no, 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 a bumper it, sticker it, says everything. It like needs if you to represent you. When you pull up behind a car that has 52 bumper stickers on their car, you know what kind of person. You know what kind of person that is. They're from Washington. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they are the and biggest. I'm talking hit. about the state, and you don't okay. want to go to their house because it's going to be dirty and yes. nasty, and they're going to be a hoarder. Yes, absolutely, right. no order in their life, none whatsoever, just like, pure ugh. Like the girl with a pickup truck, she truly, she's probably a feminist. She's probably like, ha, ah, women she's need probably to, really annoying. Women need to have trucks. Well, well, whatever. You know, it would be disappointing if if Lunchbox talked to her and she was like. Oh, no, I don't know. I just bought that sticker yeah, I'm because... A, I'm a pageant queen. I, what? Yeah. That, would, that would really throw me off. I really don't even like driving trucks. You almost That's should... like you, Coach, and your bumper sticker. Guys, bumper stickers are out. I don't. I can't believe it's even a marketing. Then why do you have one on your car uh, that you just put on less than a year ago? Well, I mean, we started the Etsy business. We thought bumper stickers would be popular. We realized they're very difficult to apply in the sun. Maybe sold two of them. We moved on to other things. Yeah, I... I never understood people that put bumper stickers on your car because, A... And ours is a window decal. Thank you very much, Coach. A uh, little bit different because getting a bumper a sticker different. off the car, it, I mean, it, it doesn't come off. Like, if you ever put a bumper sticker on your car, try to peel it off after two weeks. But why would you want it off? That's you. You're putting a little piece of But you of drive you behind someone and it says... Um, Clinton for president. Yes, Clinton for president. I'm like, uh, guys, that was 96. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing? Like, More like still on, Biden. Or or Trump and Pence, you know Trump Pence twenty twenty one. No no no, or no they they just put that one on. But it's still been three years. Didn't you have a Hillary one? No, never had a Hillary one. My mom had an Obama one, but and it's still on her old coach, car. It's still coach, sitting. Coach, there. we can talk about anything here. Talk about your Hillary sticker. No, I've never put. That's what I'm saying. I've never put a bumper sticker on my car. But we had when we lived in Austin and we had interns. They thought it was a funny prank when I got the 05 Ultima. They put a damn bumper sticker on there thinking it was being funny. I was pissed. What was, what was it of? It was some, Rainbow? No, it was probably some. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> a movie coming out or something. They got it from the prize closet and they thought it'd be hilarious a movie? to put it. Yeah, because we, at the prize, the companies would send stuff to give away, like at remotes, uh-huh. like when you do appearances. And so they went and got a couple bumper stickers and they put it on my brand new car thinking that was funny. And I was pissed. No. That's not funny. That's vandalism. Right. I mean, I was like, this is not funny. Like, I, I, and I, that was Thank the only you. time. I, and so but it wasn't s- funny because it was on your bumper. Like, what if they put it on your window and you can take it off easily? Okay. Maybe that would be funny. Funnier. And you've been driving around for like weeks and you had no and idea. And you didn't see it. Yeah. Right. I get it. Funny. Right. But yeah. they put it on the back of my freaking car. Not funny at all. Remember the time that people put the Nashville soccer team thing on my vehicle? Oh, who was that? Oh, that's right. It was you guys. That was me. I didn't Luckily, do it. it was I'm, a magnet. I'm, it was a magnet. Yeah, the magnets are fine because they just pull right off, yes. right? That's so funny. The magnet's funny. The sticker is not. Right, because yeah. the sticker doesn't come off. Well, what if it does come off? Then it's funny. Mm, I don't like that. The magnet is easy to come off. That bumper sticker is gluey and sticky and nasty. 
Well, and I didn't notice the magnet for a good two weeks. I was That's, driving past. That was people. the best part of it. Coach, people thought I was just this mad soccer fan. The team barely was in an inaugural season. What's wrong with that? Nothing though? wrong. You're, you're with ahead it. of the curve. You're a, a you're a fan from the beginning, so you were an OG. Instead, you're going to hop on the bandwagon when we win the MLS Cup next year. I'm, then all of a sudden, you're going to be a fan when they get a new stadium. The, the football next, thing's next too year. big for them. Next year, they send me emails every day. Would you like to get a ticket package? What? They have their first game, first eight games are on the road next year, so they can finish the stadium and then they'll come back. Lunches, he's an invest, investor. Can I try and put up a couple boards? I'd love to help build it. I'm Coach, not. they've been making that thing for years. Yeah, it took are a they done? We got delayed by a year because we see investor because the there were certain people in the city that were fighting it because they were like, well, where are we going to have the flea market if we build the stadium? You must there? have like, been in a lot of meetings. Huh? I said. What the hell do you care about the flea market? What's going to bring more business order, to this city? Order. This brand new ass stadium? You said that? Yeah. Good. Hi there. Uh, Gibbles. Gibbles. I'd <laughs> like to speak on the soccer uh, sir, stadium. Sir, it says your name is actually... Uh, Lushbox. So about the pitch. <laughs> uh, sir, please don't use that kind of language. No, I didn't say... I said Pitch. pitch. No. Now no. you listen here, you pitch. You're saying this, you little bitch. <sighs> Coach, uh, have you guys seen the stadium? I don't even know. Awesome. Just from the road. Where, what road do I see it on? 65. Yep. <laughs> so the main road. <laughs> or you can just I-65? go or you can go down and uh, exit. What the hell is 440? that? 440? Parmer Lane. No, that first exit. South. Wood, 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 wood wedge. Wood wedge. Wedge wedge wood. Wedge wood. Wedge wood. And you take a left, you go down, you drive, and you, it's <laughs> right there. It's not that hard to see. You don't drive by and check the progress? Guy, no, I didn't even know it was on 65. The worst thing not is on 65. You just said 65. You can see it, you can from, see it from 65. 65. It's not on 65. It is, is Nissan Stadium on 40? Yeah. No. You can see it no, from 40. Nissan Stadium is next to a junkyard. That's right. Jeez. Oh, and you know what? And I should have bleeped that. It is not called Stadium. We are with LG. Our partners, guys, Freeland Chevy. So let's try it's and avoid other car Freeland names. Chevy Stadium. Yes, and lunch also next time when you talk about the Altima. Uh, Altima, you would not, please do not say Altima. Just say Altima. Say right. Freeland Chevy Altima. I didn't say. I just said the 05 Altima. What's wrong with no, that? No, you said the N word. I said the Nissan Altima. God, coach. Hey, are we going to talk about Vegas? Because I do got to put in a couple. No, more. why would we, coach? You're fifty fifty. Have you been going? Uh, it's still game time decision. Like, what do you want to talk about? What, what do you want to know? Um, so the, my question is this on Saturday, Friday, yes. there, there's the free drinks, right? Here we yeah. Go. Here we go. Is, is this as much as people can drink? Yes. No, free drinks means you get one free drink and it, then you what just you sit there. About? Yes. It's open bar. <laughs> like, what the hell? Coach, funny, coach. coach, I thought you were serious. <laughs> Have you ever been to an open bar? It means open bar. So that means order, chug, order, chug, <laughs> order, chug. So yeah. open bar means you can just jump behind the bar because no, it's no, open. No, coach. No, the bar is open from eight to 10. That means you walk up and you can order in those two hours. Then you have to leave. Coach, the hotel's going to lose on this. I, no, no. Kn- I know our Here's crew. Here's the thing. Gonna, I know our crew. They're going to lose on it because you really don't we're going to do that 8 to 10, <laughs> and then we're going to walk down to the roulette table, and we're going to hit for over five grand. Exactly. Wait. So they're going to lose. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, this what? is already what I thought it was going to be. What? 8 to 10 is too late for me, and that's Vegas time. Guys, imagine this is me 10 till midnight. The spin isn't going to happen until after midnight central eight time. 8 to 10 is too late for you? Guys, I go to bed at 8. It doesn't matter what day of the week. If it's the weekends, I, I never awake past 8. All right. Have you, ever okay, heard of, no. have you ever heard of take a nam nap? Nam nap? <laughs> Never heard of take a nam nap. Don't you think you messed up some of those vowels? Ha, have you ever heard of take a nap? You're taking a, a, a nap and nom. No, no, take a damn nap. <laughs> I mean, it's really that, that easy, dude. Like, <laughs> when you get to Vegas and it's Friday afternoon around 3 o'clock, you go to your room, put the blackout curtains, do some stuff with Bay, wear yourself out. What and, are you going to do with Bay? Oh, no, Muff's in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Muff, back off. Hey, Muff, move over there. <laughs> I don't even know when Muff gets in. I probably need to check with her. But that's what I'm you saying. Like that, you go to your it's room me, and take Muff. a nap. Oh, it's not that God. hard. I mean, I'm going to take a nap on Friday when we get there. Hey, Bay. Are you not going to take a nap? It's Muff. Hell no. We're going to be in Vegas. Why would, there's no time to nap in Vegas. Okay. You'll be telling me that. Coach, was, you ever talk to somebody when they get back from Vegas and they go, they go what did they, what'd you do there, man? And they go, you know what? I napped a lot. No one. <laughs> No one says that. Look, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happens to me every year. Every time I go to Vegas, go ahead, tell me. I see the sunrise. It doesn't matter. CLA. I see. I open my eyes. I see the strip, and I see the sunrise every time. I've seen the sunrise in Vegas every single time I've been there. You seen the fountains? No. Yeah, you have. Cause that means you lost your ass. Yeah, if you're looking at the fountains, that means it's not going very there well. There was that one time when I lost you guys, and I was walking to my to our hotel. And it must have been doing circles because I saw the Eiffel Tower like 10 times. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> huh. So what else do you want to talk about, Ray? So that was that I wanted to nail down. Uh, the other thing, on Saturday, yeah, I, it's just like, boom, sportsbook can just, is there security? How do we make sure that people that, I don't want random people from Vegas drunks, Vegas gamblers, Vegas raiders, Vegas alcoholics that sneak into our party. How do we make sure that I mean, doesn't sneak happen? sneak into our party? We have security. You have you to have understand? a ticket. There's security. Yeah, laminate. Now we're talking. You have, we have it stanchioned off. Like, they have a blocked off section but in the sports But you're using book. the weirdest words to describe things. That's, what is stanchion? Those are what those red it's ropes a, are. It's a partial. It's a... You know what those ropes are? Stanchion. It's called a stanchion? It's a parliament. Stan, type in stanchioned off. How do you spell that? Uh, S-T-A-N-T-I-O-N-E-A-D. S-T-A-N-T-I-O-N-E-A-D. Oh, C-H-I-O-N. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is, a stanchion. I've never heard that word before in my it's life. It's a partition. That's what, everybody call, what do you call them? A rope? It's not a rope. <laughs> it's like a, a wrestling ring rope. Because I was just curious. Me and Bazer, this is how into Vegas we are. She pulled up the videos on her phone of Westgate, and so we were taking a virtual tour. Other people have gone through the casino and sports book and videoed it so we're like oh this is awesome this is awesome this is awesome and i'm like well where are we going to be set up and i don't see a lot of security this is going to be a free-for-all so so in that video that you saw on youtube there was no security no everybody's walking wherever the hell they want because there wasn't an event going on there wasn't a convention going on this is a coaches convention and i just want to give you an update about vegas is it a you're not going i think it's a good one uh, got on a call with the hotel the other day, and they were super impressed with our numbers. That? That they moved us from the theater back down to the sports book. No. Down no. to the sports book. Wow. Hey. They said, I said, they said, wow, didn't realize you were bringing this many people. I think you need to be 
in the action. In the action, and this is where it's at. Like, and they we, need, we need we need you down in the sports book, and we are three steps from the bar. Do you know why? I know that, why they did it. That's actually a game changer. I know why, why they did it. Why? They don't want all those people that far away from the betting t- from the betting booths. Yeah. They want us right there, so because they know we're gonna, we're, they know we're uh, degenerates. Yeah, and they thought, and we they were, know that we're gonna be like, uh, lie bet, lie bet, lie bet. Let's go, go, recreational go, idiots. Yeah. Yes. They thought, oh, you know, they're gonna bring twenty people. Okay, whatever. They, they, they saw no the idea. numbers. They're like, oh damn, and so they are bringing us back down to the sports book. Do we have an official count? Or are we releasing that, or are we not? Uh, I, I do not have an official count, but the last time I checked, it was over two hundred. Are you gonna hit the? No, idiot. Coach, why would it be a clock? Yeah, why? You always Is it do a the bomb. You always do the bleep whenever we say a number. So I was trying to. Oh, okay. but never mind. I it's mean, okay. you talk must about not communicating, right? It's okay, dude. If Bones Just tried wait. to do that on the big show, that'd have been a disaster. I mean. And the podcast Saturday morning, I mean, is going to be a complete disaster. Can we move that back a little bit? 11 seems early. <clears throat> 11? I thought it was 10. No, we moved it to 11, Ray, because yeah. I knew you were going to be up late. Late checkout. Can we do it like at 1? Uh, no, because the game starts at one thirty. Yeah, coach. Let's just do it for 30 minutes. I think 11 is going to come real quick. You hey, know what I'm saying? Can you yeah. imagine the voices in the morning on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. uh, coach, if we hit the red bet. I it mean, is going to be but no when not we hit, not if when we hit the red bat Eddie you're not using the right terminology Coach I'm telling you I've been playing this app for 3 days I can't even think straight Well that's not good I know can't think straight Okay if we win the red I'm sorry when we hit the red bet Yeah We're not going to bed like we're not, we're just going to keep going and next thing you know it's going to be 11 o'clock and we had not even made it to our room yet and we got to do a podcast. Here's the question. Do some people roll from the Vegas floor on Friday night, roll right onto the podcast Coach, without any sleep? Us. Uh, I would like to say there's going to be some people in Sore Losers Nation that do that, but I, I think they'll all get at least an hour or two of sleep. When is their party bus? Saturday night. Call the hotel. Tell them I need two Bloody Marys. 11 o'clock on Saturday. I'm doubtful for the party bus. Questionable for the weekend. Okay, got an email. We are the sore losers at gmail.com. Coachers, I'm a kid who loves the podcast and I've been listening for a long time. How old is he? Ask I love parents. all the sound effects like the gunshot <laughs> and the laugh track. <laughs> the podcast is hilarious, and my 15th birthday is coming up on January 18th. Hey. Could you guys give me a shout out? Thanks so much, Isaac. Hey, happy birthday, kid. Isaac. Happy birthday, man. I know you're, what, 15? 15, 15 you're probably, uh, man. You can't even drive yet. You're a freshman or sophomore in high school. 15, freshman. I was a sophomore. Uh, hey, yeah. man, thanks for listening. I'm sorry we're a little early on your birthday, but you sent it in so early. I read it, and if I don't do it now, I'm going to forget about it. So happy birthday, Isaac. Isaac, a little piece of advice for you, man, as you turn 15 years old. The friends that you think are your friends right now, they won't be your friends in 10 That's years. That's not true, Isaac. Oh. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> That's not always true. I'm still friends with Chess Day and Aaron, and, I mean, I can go down the list, but we don't want to Garrett or Jacob. I mean, Ray doesn't even talk to his twin brother. I'm just telling you, man, don't put too much stake into these friends right now. What about me, kid? Kid. You've known him since Little League. Hey, coachers! As we are preparing to fly out tomorrow for the Sore Losers Coaches Convention. Tomorrow? It's going to be late. No, they're leaving tomorrow. This is Friday's episode. No, this is today's episode. Eddie, we don't pre-record. Today's Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. Mm. Ray, what is today? Wednesday, January 12th, Lunchbox. Got it. Got it. Forgot to read the script. Wednesday. I see it now. 
They are preparing to fly out. To, no, it's really Wednesday. You really know, know <laughs> yeah, that, no, right? I know. It says right here. Prove Wednesday. it's Wednesday. Right here it says, make sure and say it's Wednesday. Let me show you this USA Today. How the hell can I prove it's Wednesday? Yeah. Um, Where's the newspaper? What's something that happened in the news last night? What's an NBA? <laughs> you can't prove it. No, you can prove no, it's Wednesday. No, you can't. Okay, you can prove it. Oh my, this is the dumbest thing you've no, ever you said. You're an idiot. This is how dumb you are. Okay. Yeah, tell me the score last night yeah, or something. The score of... Uh, the score of the Wizards and Thunder last day was 122 to 118. Okay, what if we recorded this at midnight? What? Then that would the, be Wednesday. Then it would be Wednesday. No. Eddie, that's the dumbest thing you've ever okay. said. The dumbest Fine. thing you've ever said. Like, I, Fine. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> what if we recorded it in the future? Yeah, like what, what if you, <laughs> hey, hey, what if Ray just guessed the score? Yeah, because we know how good Ray is at guessing no, scores. Okay. Hey, okay. hey, hey, did you do that? Hey, Ray, can you calculate the numbers real quick? Yeah. I don't have the typewriter. Oh, take the over. <laughs> I missed that one by 1.5. Coachers. 1. 1.5? It was like 51. That's amazing. As we are preparing to fly out tomorrow for the Sore Losers Coaches Convention, I wanted to ask if you could <laughs> so all shout out my boyfriend, Buddy Glass, for his 25th birthday. Yes, that is his legal name. I've been a listener since day one, and once we started dating, he did the smart thing and started listening, and now he's a huge fan of the show. Insert laugh track. But that's not. <laughs> Let's go make history and shut down the Westgate with our bet on red. I'll hang up and listen. Insert the phone. Hey, happy birthday, Buddy Glass. Get you some nose boogers. What the hell? Did you get it? That's from Rosanna. What's Rosanna? a nose booger? Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. <laughs> Buddy Glass. Nose boogers. What does that have to do with anything? It was, it, was a, I, it was a bad drug reference, which means I don't do drugs. <laughs> a nose booger is a drug? I don't, it's called booger sugar or something like that. Oh, okay. Me- All right. But I messed it up. I mean, God. Oh, boy. Right. Hey, should I just buzz out now? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, hey, hey, we'll just take a break. <laughs> I was trying to be him. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. 
And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eddie, hey, we got to talk about Kodak, though. I know, Eddie, you win. You're Kodak right. Black? Eddie told us. Eddie told us, right? Eddie told us, take the dogs! I mean, guys. The national champions! Here you go. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone, and the drought is over. National champions at long last. Now, I never thought I'd say this, though, but I did feel a little bad for Bama losing their receivers. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, how can you say it's a fair win? I get it. that Stuff like that happens, but that's got to hurt when you lose. You uh, lost when you me- start the game without a or Yeah, Michi, who I think. I, is one of their best. He's Baller. one, two, one, two. I don't know who you yes. want to say is he's better. He's good as waddle, 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 waddle. I mean, so good. You lose him, okay? So you still got J- that Williams kid. You got Williams. Yeah, it uh, sounds like he's well known. And then, man, you oh, try to do a little cutback and oh, that, man, did he you just see that kneecap move. Oh, God, it was gross. It moved. It was disgusting. Yeah. ACL uh, confirmed straight from the doctor. And after that, because you could see it when it happened, right. it was an ACL. After that, it was like, well, we have no offensive weapons. We have nobody. So like we are going to everybody that's never hasn't played all year. So we are going to throw them in the national championship game, and we're going to just hope that even though they're big recruits and have not played at all, that they we pull something out of our ass and they didn't do it. So Georgia, I felt bad for them a little bit, but you know what? It, 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 happens. it happens. See, here's the thing: it happened for Alabama back I think uh, 2010 when Colt McCoy was the quarterback. And for te- the for University of Texas Longhorns. Oh, I remember that one. The Longhorns were going to win that game. They were going to win that game with Colt McCoy. And he got injured, shoulder injury, out of the game. They out throw the in game, Garrett coach. Gilbert, and Alabama wins. Texas hasn't been career, good coach. since. And Alabama starts their dominance and start winning every year. And Colt McCoy can't catch a break. Yeah, he is. He's chilling in the NFL for 15 years. He's making a lot of money. Dude, Colt McCoy injury. I drove over to Billy's. By the time I got there, it was midway through the first quarter. I opened the door to the party, and it was completely silent. The beer cans had all been sat down. The party music was down. The TV volume was like on six. Everybody was whispering, and I go, what happened? Where's the hook'em horn party? Uh, Colt McCoy got injured. Colt got injured. Hey, Colt got I mean, Billy was just in shambles. And ever since, I don't even know if we finished watching the game. I remember Facebook posts of people saying, oh, I don't even think Colt McCoy's hurt. I hear he's just trying to protect his draft status because he's worried about how Alabama will make him look. I'm like, 
How stupid are you people? He's been dreaming about this since he was a kid. He gets the national title game, and then he's just going to be like, oh, no, I got a little bruise on my shoulder. I don't want to hurt my draft status. Shut up. That was so stupid, and I'm glad for Colt McCoy, but I'm also glad for the Georgia Bulldogs. So, Alabama fans, now you know what it feels like to have all the injuries, and that cost you the game. But congratulations to Georgia. Little Joe Haddad. Uh, we have a rich friend. I think they paid a thousand each ticket. Dodd sat in the upper deck, but he was there for the whole thing. Um, and he got to see his team win a national championship, which I mean, I can say if I would say my team is the Vols. I don't, but I mean, I don't see them in the next 10 years. Winning you, marri- a you married into the Vols, right? Yes, Coach? I married into them. So in the next 10 years, let's say I don't see them winning no. a championship. And if they did, I don't see me making it to the Mercedes Benz Superdome or to Indianapolis or to Denver if it's an outdoor game, or to Florida if they played it. But you're not a lifelong fan. But I just Dodd don't see... has been a fan since he was probably a little tight because he's crew. from Georgia. So yes. he got to see his team in the game. He got to see his team win the game, and he got to see the game. Dodd's is he a Bra- is he a Braves fan? He said he was. So it's been so a- then it's been a great year for the state of Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Dodd is rich. He, our friend is, and I think they think they rented a bus, a party bus. That was just for not parties. It's not like there's a stripper pole. You know, it was like a business party. So bus. it's a party bus that's not for parties. I believe there so were. So they te- rented a bus. There were te- a yellow bus. <laughs> Interesting. This like yellow school bus pulls up in front of the airport, <laughs> and I think it's just TVs and a couple recliners on it. And they drove it up to Indianapolis, chilled, watched the game, and then drove it back. And our buddy, our rich friend, he texts me. He goes. The driver right now looks like about 10 miles of dirt road <laughs> the day after the game. <laughs> Was it BJ? No, I mean, they hired the driver, but I guess the driver went and got hammered the night before or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh. when, I mean, I, I I felt so good for Stetson Bennett. Because I that, told you. That dude, if you saw him at Home Depot, you would never in a million years think, Man, that's the quarterback of the national championship, no. Georgia Bulldogs. I would ask him which way for the bug killer. Exactly. <laughs> hey, can, can I get this uh, two by four cut in four pieces? <laughs> and it's crazy to think. I mean, Eddie, back to your point about how you put your kids in all the jerseys. Mm-hmm. When he was three years old, oh, he told his dad. Love the story. He told his dad, "I'm gonna be the quarterback." For the Georgia Bulldogs. This is how you know it's all fake. <laughs> because in the interview, they always started with like, Stetson, Stetson, Stetson. You've been dreaming of this your whole life. I mean, you've been a Georgia Bulldog fan since you were three years old. You said, you told your dad, quote, I am going to play for the Georgia Bulldogs and I'm going to win a national championship. What do you think right now? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's a great feeling. Um, I mean, these guys played a hell of a game. Nothing about, yeah, yeah, I've been doing this my whole life. Yes, absolutely. I, I told my dad that, and it's amazing to see it all come true. Nothing like that because Stetson's like, oh, crap, I said that? Who said that? Who made up that story? I feel like some t- when when they win in that moment, they're in shock because he was in shock. Like, he was just like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, yeah, because uh, the story's uh, false, though. No, but just any question, every question she asked, he kept saying, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I I, I can't explain. It's amazing. I I'm just really speechless. Like, Can I, they come up with better questions? Like, seriously, just what's a good question to ask someone as soon as they win a national championship? Well, I mean, it was pretty interesting that Stetson started crying on the sideline, mm-hmm. like right when they score that touchdown. So you and bring then up the crying? And then he says, oh, I didn't even see him score. I'm like, what do you mean you didn't see him score? You were watching the whole damn thing. And I loved Kirby Smart yelling, get down, get down, get down. Oh, okay, okay go, 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 go. 
Yeah. Touchdown, Georgia! Um, but you know, like, what's a good question? Th- did you guys, uh, did you guys see, see him his- on Good Morning America? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Who? Stetson looked hammered. I mean, he looked half asleep. L- I don't listen, know if the audio is that funny. Yes. MVP Stetson Bennett is joining us live. Stetson, <laughs> good morning, my friend. How you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Um, <laughs> not many. Uh, been... <laughs> no, keep going. It's okay, pretty funny. <laughs> well, you're going to have plenty of time to sleep. Congratulations. And what a story. Not just the Bulldogs, but, but you. I mean, you, you start your career there at Georgia. You're a walk-on. You transfer to a junior college. You come back to Georgia. You know, so many people overlooked you. What have you learned about yourself during this journey? Uh, well, you know, I think I'd always had a pretty constant view about myself. Um, I think I learned that life's hard. I mean, dude, uh, his eyes are barely you know. open. Coach, he's high. You gotta work for what you want. I mean, he's he's still pretty tanked. He's high. That's the thing. Those beers, those a lot of them, the nose beers, whatever kind of beers you're doing, I mean, they're gonna last through the morning. Is he done? Yeah. No, I think he has another year. Okay, so, but, but, but I mean, he can do drugs now for a few months. What? <laughs> like, Coach, he's high What's as up? a kite. He's high as a kite. So I'm saying after you win a ch- national championship, are you good to get high for a couple years, be- a couple months before you have to get like We well, got spring test- ball that comes up, so I don't know when that is. All right, you, it's more than a couple months. Watching Stetson Benning give interviews this morning is like looking at myself in 2008 at an 8 a.m. Friday class. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No, it's not. It is. He, he, he's stoned. He, he's stoned. He's been part. He hit a bong and he hit like 30 beers. I am so. But here, here, his story is funny and it's great because he comes back. He leaves. He walks on at Georgia, doesn't play, goes to some Juco, comes back to Georgia. He's like fifth on the depth chart. And they even said it during the broadcast. They, oh, they covered the opening game, Georgia versus Clemson this year. And on the quarterback depth chart, Stetson Bennett wasn't even on their sheet. They didn't he even wasn't. No, they didn't even like look at him. Like they didn't talk about him. They didn't like research him. Anything. So they, you know, looked at JT Daniels, probably the backup and the other backup. One backup transfers, another one gets hurt. JT Daniels gets hurt. Next thing you know, the guy down at the bottom, Stetson Bennett, has to come in in like the third game of the year. And people are like, "Wait, who's this guy? Hold on, we got to do our research on him." They, they, he wasn't even on their sheet to look up information for their broadcast when they played Clemson. And there he is winning the national title. Uh, how does he do in, in the pros? He's never making the pros. Yeah, okay. he's not making pros. He's not making No Doug pros. Flutie? No. We're not looking at a Doug Flutie number no. two? He's no. going to be their quarterback next year? That, that's the question, though. What do you mean? Why wouldn't he be? That, that's a, the on. question is, do you go back to the five-star JT Daniels, the, up, the stud that's supposed to be amazing? He or? doesn't look very smart. I don't want to judge a book by his cover. Because he has long hair? I don't want to judge a book by his cover. But you're going to do it. But you look at JT Daniels and you're like, that guy's not smart. I mean, he left high school early, went to USC, played at USC, got hurt, and then someone takes his spot. So then he transfers to Georgia, gets hurt, and Stetson Bennett out of nowhere comes and takes his spot. And people online were like, oh, Stetson Bennett didn't win that game. The Georgia defense did. Yes, the Georgia defense did. But uh, can uh, we talk about nice throw. Uh, that 40-yard bomb that he dropped in the bucket? You tell yeah. me Stetson Bennett didn't do that crap? George, oh, look at that I'm throw. right now. Georgia God, quarterback picture is blurry. Stetson Bennett, JT Daniels, nah. Brock Vandegrift, nah. Gunnar Stockton, or Caleb Williams. 
They got issues. Yeah, yeah. they have a lot of options. No, 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 but the, the other guys are younger. I understand. The other guys are younger. Okay, this is, you this know is, how long it's going to take them to forget about Stetson Bennett out here? No, he doesn't have to. Here's the thing. In is Georgia, it, he doesn't have to do anything the rest of his life. He is going to live and eat for free for the rest of his life. Right, but he might not even start. He's probably not even going to start next year. What does that mean? That he, I mean He'll he, never he, pay for He's not going to have a job, but it's okay because he's just going to walk into right, a place. He's and not going to hey, no, He'll have a, quote, job where some rich Georgia alumni alumni pays him, you know, a couple million a year to represent his company, to make appearances on the uh, behalf of the University of Georgia. Yeah. That's what Vince Young did for a while. For a while. And then he got fired because he got a DWI. Right. So Vince Young can walk into uh, Eddie V's and they're going to be like, come on in, Vince. Not if it's not owned by a, a Texas Longhorn person. Oh, so he's got to just know which ones are yeah. owned by alumni. Yeah, alumni have places you walk in. Oh, my God. He can walk in anywhere in Athens, Georgia, Stetson Bennett, and it's on the house. On the house. Coach, where can you walk in where it's on the house? Uh, it used to be every bar. It used to be every bar. Keith's, uh, Keith's house? It used to be... <laughs> Well, used to be okay. every bar on Sixth Street. Winners, losers here on Broad. I mean, I honky tonk. No, 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 not no, no. now. No, no, you, no, coach. You walk no, into I winners said, and losers. You're gonna be like, um, ID, please, sir. I before said you walk used in. to. No, used even to. then, the guy in the front will have to check your ID. Well, the girl, ID. the girl at the bartender. Nah, bar- I said it's on the house. Yeah. No, that's not the same girl. They've rotated about no, five. I said it used to. I didn't say coach, right your now. Your girl's got like three kids now. She lives in the suburbs. Probably, coach. The one that would hook up the styrofoam. Yeah, she's already been to two marriages. I hope not. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But, yes, yeah, Stetson Bennett, he may not even be the quarterback next year. You're, that, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. He's not. They got t- They didn't know the beginning of this year. Coach, All they did was they rotate. They know now. They started JT Daniels. They, they went back and forth. Here comes Stetson. Here comes JT. Coming into the championship, they still didn't know who their quarterback was. Yes, they was. thought about – there was talk that they were going to go to JT Daniels after how bad Stetson played in the SEC championship game. They know now. The no, he's but, a prime I mean, time uh, Tell me that first drive that Georgia had. I mean, Stetson Bennett looked like he was crapping his pants. Well, yeah, coach. Yeah. I mean, he had three big ass dudes in he front of him sacked, every single time. He got sacked, and then the next play, he gets he escapes the pocket. He starts running, and without even getting hit, he fumbles the football. And I'm like, oh my god, this dude is scared coach, out of his would, mind. You would do the same thing. I understand, but then he got it together. He said, "I'm Stetson Bennett." And he starts just slinging the ball around. Listen, we're going to give you a football, and you're going to run down the alley, and we're going to have a gun in our hand, and I want to see if you hold on to that football. Uh, exactly. He takes off running. Exactly. And, and here's what's crazy. It was a down <laughs> – what's crazy? What's it's crazy a, is the game was three days ago. No, no, It's crazy that it was a down – today is fr- – wait, what's it there? <laughs> it was a down year for Alabama, and they still almost won the national title. Like, they were still so – what does that mean to you? They're unbelievable because next year they're going to be phenomenal. Yeah, uh, they got they had like seven guys enter the transfer portal. Yeah, nobodies. Oh, guys that didn't play. Hang up and listen. <laughs> Tell me. I'm just your saying legs. they are going to be oh. that. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, find the Alabama. Already no, number one next year. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. I mean, until Nick Saban leaves, Alabama's always going to be in the football playoff. I mean, 99% of the time they're going to be in, yes. I mean, there will be a year or two they may miss it. Someone may rise up and they may have a you know, fluke loss in the SEC. But, yes, they make it 99% of the time. You may not have an answer to this question. but I what, always have answers. No, you don't. What, what it does this do for the school? Like, like, Saban has done what for the University of Alabama? Uh, made them millions of dollars. The school? Oh, millions upon millions in donations. 
uh, boosters. But uh, d- but when people donate, does it just go straight to football or does it go to the science department? That's a great question. I don't know how. <laughs> exactly. I, well, I think you that's can, my question. Like I know what they've done for University but, of Alabama. But it also makes football. money. Like just getting in the national championship game, being in the college playoff, you get there's a pool of money, and the four teams that made it get a certain amount. How much? Uh, uh, roughly. Twenty million. So five million each. Eight million. I, I don't know. But it's millions of dollars. And then the two teams in the national title game, they get money for their conference and they get money for their school. So the farther they go, the more money they make. Like you go to the a, a lot of these bowls, what's crazy is it costs the school money to go to some of these bowls games. They lose money because they don't sell enough tickets. There's a certain but it's amount exposure of exposure or what? Right. You're getting on TV and it's a reward for the kids that, you know, they play all year and it's like, here, here's your reward. I think it's more game. of the big A and M on the field. Yes. You go, and that's another thing I found weird is they had Jimbo Fisher on the. Yeah, what was that all about? I, I, I saw it as an option. I didn't tune right, into it. Right, but it's like so they have Jimbo Fisher and his whole coaching staff. You don't think well, that helps? Because he, he's the one that beat Saban. But that helps his recruit. I mean, it's like here we're going to put you on national TV and let you just talk to recruits as you're just sitting on TV. No other. I mean, it's just well, weird. Was he addressing the recruits? No, he no. He <laughs> wasn't going. All right, you boys, maybe consider thinking about coming to my school. All right, back to calling the game. <laughs> no, he, he was like, he was like, and you know, and there's that Nick kid out of you know uh, Gwinnett, Georgia. I mean, he, I know he's looking at Georgia, but there's a good old place down here in College Station, Texas. But uh, he say that? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, when you when you're thinking about putting a hat on, man, this next this spring fall, man, uh, think about the hat that's got the who does a- he coach for? A T and M. Think uh, think about a team that has three letters that you like. Like okay. like A, a T, and an M. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just interesting. But, yeah, congrats to Georgia. It was awesome. Congrats I, to Georgia. It, it was exciting to see. I was worried. And I remember telling what Dodd in the bar, hey, when Bama beat Georgia, I looked at Dodd. We both were about six deep. I think he was on his knees. I said, get off the ground, man. And I gave him a hug, and I said, the dogs are going to have a chance at the natty. I'm telling you. The dogs are going to have their day. Yeah, but all you mother said that they weren't. So I don't understand what you're saying now. No, no, no. I told you all year Georgia was unbelievable. And bet on bet bet on Alabama. The cover. Bet I on Alabama that. was what you said. But, but I also came on this and kept saying how great Georgia was, and then they just got housed in the game in the sure. SEC championship of course, game. That's and, why I knew they weren't going to lose the and national I was championship. Like, well, I I don't know if Georgia wins that game if Williams doesn't get hurt his knee. You don't know that in a vacuum. And there's no way. Win. There's no way for you to prove that. No, there's no way to prove that. Right. I said I don't know because it was so well, coach, close. Of course we don't know. Because <laughs> it didn't happen that way. Right. But I'm saying Alabama hung with them until the last minute, two minutes of the game without any wide receivers. Alabama's hung? Their, their oh, secondary was hurt. I mean, <laughs> they were missing players. That's what I'm saying. And they were still right there. It wasn't like. Yeah, Coach, they had to finish the game. The score w- wasn't really indicative of how the game was played, well, no, right? I mean, right. They just rubbed it in their face at the end. Right. That that pick six made it look like it was just a blowout. It was actually a hell of an ending. Came right down. I to mean, it, it was a hell of a kicking game for the first three quarters. I like that game though. I like it. I'm not. I'm not going to bash it. I'm not saying I. I wasn't bored watching. I wasn't the bored game. at all. Be- hey, Eddie, was there some hitting going on? Yeah. Oh, it was a very physical game. Yes. Like I you don't said. know if you saw it. But one of my favorite hits of the entire game is on the pick six. So that guy's running it back, and he's right at the goal line. And there's a wide receiver, or someone from Alabama comes across, and there's Alabama. a guy. There's a guy. Blo- there was a, a white guy for Georgia that was running right behind whoa, the guy. Whoa, whoa, what does it. that have to do with race? Well, I'm, I just want you to. to uh, somebody somebody got their clock cleaned, and they excuse me. He went at the wide receiver, and those two 
boom, and they both like freaking flew back. Like it was just like there was no need to hit each other. But that Alabama kid was pissed. Let's move on, coach. What? I don't like that racial slip. There was no racial slip. I was trying to, so I could describe. I don't know a number, and so he was the white guy running, and there was a collision. Was a Caucasian okay. kid running. Caucasian. You sound like my coach. What's uh, his blood type too? I mean, who cares? You say a person running, man, coach. I didn't think you had that. He was a vaxxer. He had gotten his second dose (laughs) and the booster. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, What do you do when you watch soccer games? He was a Mexican guy? Like, what do you say? I don't understand how I'm supposed to describe him. Uh, He was a football player. Eddie, when police file reports, they still do say the white guy. Yes. So, there you go. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Then when you really, call nine one, really? you, you're, you're going to compare. When you call nine one one, you're going to compare. No, 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 calling a no, no. football they, player the white guy. When you call nine one one, they ask you a description. Oh, uh, what was his ethnicity? Ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> Man, y'all. Coach, 
Uh, what 911 operator are you calling? One with a massive tongue lisp? Oh, man. Man, sometimes they I, have a lisp. I mean, they're not the most, they're, they're not all great coach, speakers. Why seriously? Coach, did the phone screener put a uh, clothesline hook on her tongue before they started talking? I don't N- know. 911, what's your interesting? Okay. <laughs> what is No Teeth Keith working? <laughs> no, but I, let, me tell you, let me tell you how much No Teeth Keith is fiending for some gambling, right? I fell. He calls ah. me. He calls me on Monday night and Cancel he says, all my trips. He says, "Kid, I know we can't go to Vegas, but I was just—I I mean, I was hoping you could place a bet for me while you're there. I'm gonna send you a and dollar." I, and I said, "Yeah, Keith." And I, he said, "Can you?" <laughs> Do can you, you talk to him like that too? I said, "What's yeah, up?" Keith? I said, "What's up, kid?" And he goes, I, "I'd really like you to bet on Georgia minus two and a half <laughs> after the game." <laughs> no, go. no, this is on Monday night before the game. And I said, "Well, Keith, I don't go till Friday." And he goes. Well, kid, I looked it up, and it's legal in Tennessee. Do you think you could place that bet for me so I could have some excitement on the game? And did you? And I was like – You didn't lose our money. You didn't use our money, did you? Well, and I was like, well, Keith, yeah, I can do that. And he goes, okay, put me down for 100 And I was like, all right, no problem. And he was like, and I can drop the $100 off by, you know, your dad's house tomorrow if no, I that's lose. That's not how he talks. Hey, kid, I'll, I'll go by – your dad's house, and I'll drop the hundred dollars if I lose tomorrow. Okay. Oh, and I'm like, all right, kid. And I hang up. And it's one minute till kickoff. Perfect. So I'm, oh crap, gotta hurry. I log, log in. in. It's wrong. And it, and it won't let me bet because it's it, the kickoff has happened. Oh shit! Hurry, kid. So I'm like, great, great. So I'm waiting, and it immediately pops to three and a half. It moves, yeah, quick. And I'm like, well, he does. He wanted it three and a half, and I so I call him back, and I'm like, kid, it's up to three and a half. Do you Coach, want it? You asked him the question. He's not going to answer until halftime. And he and he goes, kid, kid. Oh, three and a half. Even though it's a worse number, you know. Yeah, yeah put one ten. <laughs> 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 I mean, so he went from 100 at two and a half to three and a half at 110. So I said, did you have to deposit money? No, I had the money time. in there. Oh, our money. Yeah. Right, right. And so I went from the baseball bet this summer. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So I get back on there and it's back down to two and a half. And I bet him the money. I bet the money for him. And Alabama kicks the field goal up three nothing. And he calls me back and he goes, can you cash out? Kid? No, he said, kid. You didn't place that bet, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean, Keith? He goes, well, I turned it on, and I realized the game had already started, so it's okay that you didn't place it because I already see Alabama's up three to nothing. And like, no, I placed it. And no, I'm you like, mother. And he was like, so it's okay. Hey, and he's like, so it's okay if, if you didn't bet it. I, I'm okay with it not getting bet. No, now. I bet it, Keith. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't bet it, Keith. I didn't bet it. Okay. I, I didn't bet it. You're right. I didn't bet it. And he goes, okay, good, kid. Thank, Thank goodness, you. Kid. Goodbye. Thank you. I and I call, him, I call him on Tuesday, and I'm like, kid, congratulations. You hit your bet. I thought you didn't bet it. Kid, there was no bet. I know there was no. No, Keith, there's this thing called live betting now where you can live bet. And he goes, are you serious, kid? He goes, did Georgia win the game? Oh, <laughs> he didn't even watch the and game. I said, yeah, well, coach, he, he didn't have a bet on it, so <laughs> why was he going to watch it? I, I go, yeah, Keith. He goes, Kid, I went to bed. I didn't have a bet on it, so I just. That's like me. And he goes, he's like, "Are you being serious?" And I oh. said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh, thank God." I can be tired. <laughs> thank goes, God. No, no. He goes, "Thank God," because you know that hundred and ten dollar, that hundred dollars I won. It may not seem like a lot, but I only got sixty in my pocket, and it's got to last me the whole week. Mother, so you didn't <laughs> even have a hundred to place the bet. <laughs> He wasn't even gonna pay you. I, think, I was like, "You're like, back it up, Keith. Back like, wait, it up." Wait, wait. Yesterday it was, I can drop the money off at your dad's uh, house. Today, today it's, 
Thank God, kid. <laughs> so, I said, like, so I said, I'll, you can go get the money from my dad, and I'll pay him the 100 He goes, well, kid, just hold on to it, because I, I may want you to bet on a game in Vegas. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dude, speaking of that, that's hilarious. My fucking friend, dude. Coach. Speaking about money you didn't have to bet, I talked to him on the other day after the game, and it already happened. He bet, lost, and I'm like, and he was talking about how his back was hurting. I was like, well, aren't you going to therapy anymore? I thought that therapy, back therapy was supposed to be helping you. And he goes, well, I had $250 that I was going to spend on therapy because he has to pay every time he goes to therapy. Oh, and he goes, man. so instead I put it on the game. I bet Bama. And then I was just like, well, I mean, if I guess if I lose, then I just won't go to therapy. So he lost. So oh, he, couldn't oh, go, no. he couldn't go to therapy for his back. Oh, man. I was like, dude, you're supposed to. They put on the websites only bet what you can afford to lose. Yeah, there's a number at the bottom. <laughs> Guys, that's terrible. Oh, He's man. like, so yeah, I, I couldn't go to therapy. I'm having a little trouble moving my neck. I'm like, dude, are you going to live through tonight? <laughs> the hell? Now, you want to go to the suite? Hey, kid. What you know about rolling? Hey, tell us about that suite. Guys, did you see it? Eddie? No. Kodak Black? No. He got a hockey suite. And he was. Banging some chick. Is there a video of this? Yes. I'm pulling it up right now. What? This is Kodak Black. I like that seal What's drum. his real well-known song? Take a, take a picture of me. You don't see the video? Is there audio? No, but... Who's doing the video? Is it the actual... No, somebody at the hockey game videoed him and a chick in the suite, and then I believe in the actual suite there's a video. And he might get in trouble, and I might not be able to do sweet tickets anymore because you're not supposed to hook up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I must be dude. just terrible at Google. You yeah, are, Coach. You are. You are. Eddie, pull it up then. No, I'm good. No, I, please, Eddie, I want to see how easy you find this because if I, I put Kodak Black banging at the game. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's his name again? Say it again. Kodak Black. No, no, no. What did lunch say? Kodak Black. Okay. And I put banging at the game. Let's not use the word banging. I mean... Nowhere has the video. Like, there is no video. But you keep scrolling up and down the same article. Go back to Google. <laughs> I mean, they just have a picture of him on the screen. Great. Show me the damn. It says vulgar video, so I clicked on it. There is no video. We'll go to the next one. Florida Panthers game. And they just show them on the big screen. They don't show the. Maybe Ray's making it up. No, look closer. You can see a girl. Is Look, grinding on the ground, and then what he's doing is mounting her, Coach. I mean, he's sitting in a chair. She's sitting there watching the game. Can you send me a link to this video? Is I mean, I, it's right literally there, right there, right there. all over the internet. I, Coach, Eddie, he's literally all over the internet, and he can't find it. Like, I'm literally, it, it's only showing me a picture. Did they pull it? No. There's the YouTube. There's an ad for Verbo. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean... This is so frustrating to me because I can't. I, I type okay, it in. Okay, coach, relax. It's all right. Here it is. Get Kodak back. Black enjoys raunchy twerk sesh from woman in box suite at NHL. That's game. not having sex. Well, they're trying to determine if he was. Well, maybe that's the problem. You said. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah, he's definitely. I mean, you're not gonna see anything. I mean, I mean he's got the a suite next coach. to him, they're all in suits. 
Somebody said, I think Kodak found something better to do at the Panthers game. Oh. Wow, that's funny. That's pretty good. Oh. I mean, <laughs> Coach, it was all over the internet. The fact it took you that long to find it. Oh, there is a, there is a uh, video in the suite now. She's got underwear on, though. She's got pants on. That's pretty good. They're not having sex, Coach. They're just grinding. They're just grinding, but yeah, okay. I mean, it took me like the sixth story down. Every one of them said it had the video, and then none of them had the video. You got to be careful, though. I didn't know that was illegal at games. If it's your suite, can't you do whatever you want? Yeah, you sort of like, it's sort of like the spa in Vegas, dude. You go in there with your wife, you can do whatever you want. Dude, they leave you alone for 40 minutes. You need to minutes. release that to the Loser's Nation in case some couples want to experience that. Is hey, there going to be a spa I'll at be, the Westgate? I can hey, get my you wife guys did at- ask me. She did say, hey, is there going to be time for the spa? I can get you guys a discount if I go with. No, I cannot. How's it going, Chris? Yeah. In here with your wife? Yeah, I'll join you guys. No problem. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll give you 15 minutes. Oh, boy. Chris? Chris, what happened to your pants? All right. Let's go home. Are you done? Yeah. And fi- hey, you know what? Congrats to the New York Giants. They fired their coach. About damn time. I don't know what took long. Did you guys see the Giants game this past weekend? No, why would we? I, well, I ain't watching Glennon. Well, they had Jake Fromm in there. Dude, they don't they, make it on Red Zone Channel. I don't see any highlights. I They, they had third and eight from their own four-yard line, and they had the quarterback die for a yard, like a QB sneak right like right into the line because he was scared to throw the ball. And they everybody gets fired on Monday, and they're like, no, nah, we're going to keep him. We're going to keep him. And everybody made fun of him, so then yesterday they fired him, fired his ass. When you so, got made fun of, that's when you got to do it. Yeah. All right. Guys, Vegas, uh, the whole trip, I don't know about to say that, but anyways, Vegas Sore Losers Convention brought to you by Freeland Chevy. There was a lot of people involved. They're the ones that are getting named the sponsorship. Freeland Chevy, boys, get in. What you know about and good luck tonight to the green team. Playoffs start tonight. Oh, winner go home. Winner go home. Let's go. We're the two seed going into the playoffs. Guys, you can no longer get tickets. What? For today what? was the deadline. We're, well, so you can get them today. So today's the last day to get tickets? Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, let's jump on it. Then. That yeah. announcement brought to you by Freeland Chevrolet, guys. Then. Get your vehicle work done. Uh, what about the green team? Is that sponsored by Freeland Chevrolet? No, Coach. No. Uh, no. Freeland's going to be on some signage. I'm pretty proud of that in Vegas. And on everybody's lanyard, it's going to say Coach. And you're also going to have the Freeland Chevy thing right there. So, and, and the... Yeah. Offer's still out for anybody at Freeland Chevy. If you work there, I'll pay for the lap dances in Vegas. I'll be there. All right. Have a good day. Anything else you got, Eddie? Oh, man, that's it. All right. Hey, Yo. keep practicing on your app. Let's no, go. I'm done. I got no Two more days money. away. Two days away. Uh, Two days of, away. A lot of money is going to be going out there, guys. I would suggest don't carry cash. There's an increase what? in robberies. You have to. What are you going to do? Put a credit card down? Yeah, you can't play credit card at the tables. Why the hell not? All right, try it. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome to <laughs> I see. I want to see it. <laughs> the pit boss slaps it out of my hand. Get the get of our casino. Hey, it's like, a Target gift card. <laughs> ah! It's an Express $50 Hey, one. I got a TGI Fridays card. Does that play? <laughs> what will a Lowe's 50 get me? Oh, all right. All right, goodbye, everyone. Happy Wednesday. See ya. Oh, it's a Wednesday? Oh, my God. Okay. There's no way you can prove it's Wednesday, idiots. Oh, man. Ooh. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.